follow him more closely. He also gently urges us to really love him. Jesus is always there, waiting for our response. He never forces us, but waits patiently to have us proclaim our love. But waits patiently to have us proclaim our love. Just as Jesus called the apostles to love him and follow him,
giant love ball bouncing around so free. A bright giant love ball, happy to be me. I'm like a bright giant love ball, shining for all to see. I am special, I am special, I am me. So let us dance, oh let us dance. Be happy, be happy, let us dance. Oh let us dance, oh let us dance. Let us dance and laugh and sing and shout for joy. I'm like a seed that I've planted, so young and so small. Needing to be watered, so I'll grow strong and tall. Friendship is my water, my son the warmth of love. I will grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. So let us dance, oh let us dance. Be happy, be happy, let us dance. Oh let us dance, oh let us dance. Let us dance and laugh and sing and shout for joy. We're like the colors of the rainbow shining through the rain. Each of us is special and unique in his own way. I am blue and you are yellow, and together we make green. And we are one with all the colors of the world. So let us dance, oh let us dance. Be happy, be happy, let us dance. Oh let us dance, oh let us dance. Let us dance and laugh and sing and shout for joy. Giant love ball.
little rabbit close in her arms and flew with him into the wood. at last, at home with the other rabbits.
Tuesday's just as bad They call it stormy Monday But Tuesday's just as bad Wednesday's worse Thursday's all so sad Yes, the eagle flies on Friday Saturday I go out to play Yes, the eagle flies on Friday Saturday I go out to play And then on Sunday I go to church And I kneel down and pray Lord have mercy Lord have mercy on me Oh Lord have mercy Lord have mercy on me Send my baby back to me Ooh wee Crazy about my baby Won't you send my baby back to me Oh have mercy Send her home to me Classic on the Muni Radio. FM is what you're listening to now. I'd like to thank Mr. Lou Rawls singing with Les McCann Band because the can can. Tell us about Summary Monday. Give us some money if you can. 
We need it more than a lot of other people, but less than some.
Let's do the first one, right? L W A F L M O Y T. Do it again. L W A F L M O Y T. L W A L F M O Y T. L W A F L M O Y T. Welcome to L W A F L M O Y T with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. Thanks. Good to see you. Hey, Thanks. uh, Welcome to the show. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T is an acronym. It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. We're going to watch oh. a full-length movie on YouTube with L-W- me, Mike Spiegelman, L-W- and Carl. L-W. Yeah, Y-T is YouTube. Uh, excuse me. YouTube is one word. YouTube is I, one I word. I just said Y-T is YouTube. Right. So it should just be Y. Okay. L-W-A-F-L-L-Y. That's y. actually my question. Y-T. Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's a great question. I'll have to get, I'll have to circle around back. Welcome to the show. We are streaming first, as always, on MutinyRadio.fm, our home base in San Francisco. Beautiful, beautiful Mission District. Come on yeah. down. Mutiny Radio has live show, live comedy shows, Monday and Fridays. Check the website, MutinyRadio.fm. Check the website, MutinyRadio.fm, and download our archive. Subscribe to us. You could also uh, listen to the show live, live stream it. Uh, just go to mutinyradio.fm. We're here every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We are YouTube a podcast, channel. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Carl, what's up? YouTube channel. Tell them about the YouTube channel. That was my third, but that's the greatest thing we have is our YouTube channel. If you're watching right now, howdy. <laughs> uh, go to L-W- 
L F L Y T. Because we'll be watching what? this movie. We want you. I said L W A F L M O Y T. That was my oh. question. <laughs> I can't. It's not. I have to say YouTube is Y T. I'm sorry. It just sounds mm. better. I understand. So yeah, you can type in that acronym in YouTube. And what we're going to do is we want you to go to YouTube. Watch a movie with us, turn the sound off, listen to the podcast at the same time, and watch it. What movie are we watching today? Today we will watch, this is a hard one, The Return of the Six Million Dollar Man and the Bionic Woman, 1987. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The Return of the, The Return of the Six Million Dollar Man, you gotta write out six million in English, and The Bionic Woman. B-I-O-N-I-C. Come on, we all know how to spell bionic woman. 1987. Also, you got to say ampersand. Instead of the A-N-D, you got to put in that little squiggly ampersand. Probably you start typing this, it'll come up. Okay, so we want you to type the return of the six, S-I-X, million dollar man, ampersand, the (laughs) B-I-O-N-I-C. Right. 1987. 1987. Yeah. Carl, it's important because the first channel has ads and that's not going to work. So you want Dave D entertainment, Dave Dave. D middle initial D entertainment. Oh, last name entertainment. (laughs) His full name is Dave. My card. My card. Entertainment, entertainment productions. (laughs) Dave entertainment proprietor. Now, can we finally get to the Celebrity Comedian Countdown? Carl, take it away. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Daniel Caprio. Welcome, Daniel. Hi, nice to be here. So, Daniel, we are comedians out there on the scene. I'm bumping into you at shows, at open mics, and I think it's fair to say that you're a Central Jersey, South Jersey comedian. Is that fair? Uh, yes, that is fair. I'd like to say Central Jersey, but I uh, do do. Uh, I was just in Atlantic City uh, not more than a month and a half ago, so that's South Jersey. So when I'm dialing your number, I'm dialing 609. That is pretty central to me. That's a Mercer County dial to uh, area code there. So Amen. how come you never come up north? Many, many South Jersey, Central Jersey comedians I do see up here every now and again. You never seem to venture our way. Uh, yeah, because a lot of times it's way too far for way too little. <laughs> and I'm not... I'm not talking about shows, by the way. I'm talking about uh, straight up open mics. Yeah, five minutes and you've driven an hour, you know, hour 15. It doesn't make sense. Oh, I'm talking close to two hours for most of this. Mm. Mm -hmm. Now, I think of you as a comedy producer and a host. Now, I've been part of this sauce open mic in New Brunswick. Yeah, uh, the sauce mic with the, the George Street Co-op. But also I see you doing stuff at like Mercer County Community College. What's the philosophy here? You make your own shows. You're a bit of a producer. That's true. Uh, It's actually this Thursday is the Mercer mic. Um, It's not totally mine. I mean, they pay me to do it, which is great. Uh, But, you know, I have to follow, you know, the rules that they set. But um, I was their first choice when they brought it back. It's it's uh, it hasn't been going on for like three years now. And it Uh just came back um, in uh, February. And, what, uh, it took a COVID break? 
Yeah, an extended one. Uh, but I'm so glad it's back. And and they've been well attended lately, too. So I'm very happy for that. Well, I see the stuff on social media, and it's a very good stage. And it's lots of friends I see booked on that show. You know, it looks like it's a fun time. Oh, most definitely. I can't wait. So I see you on the run right now in the car. That's because you're so damn active in comedy. Where are you going now? I'm going to uh, Red Bank uh, to uh, this dispensary uh, called Scarlet Reserve. They have uh, they have mics every Tuesday and they have shows uh, every now and then on Friday. And you get to pick up a little something while you're there, right? Possibly, yeah. <laughs> You're used to going and having a beer, but uh, this is a little different. Do they serve alcohol? No, no. no. I think it's BYOB, but no more drinking for me. I haven't drank in uh, over six years now. Really? Was it yeah. a problem? No, you just, I don't, I don't like this or... No, no, it was definitely problems. Uh, oh. But I am, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad I made that decision. It's been a uh, positive, uh, it's been a positive one, definitely. Gotcha. Now... You have, okay, so you've got this special, right? And it's called Utterly Ridiculous. Now, it's not utterly ridiculous. It's no. like the animal, an otter. It's utterly ridiculous. Yes. But it's not on your own YouTube channel. What is that, Backwards Entertainment? Tell me about this special, how it came about, and why it's on a different person's channel. Well, the reason why it's on a different channel is because my friend BJ... Uh, we made, I, I wanted to pay him to do it, but he made a stipulation, uh, which, you know, saved me quite a lot of money. Uh, he told me, he's like, look, I'll film and edit it for you. Uh, just uh, let's put it on my channel. Because he has, I think right now, he has about 2,000 subscribers to his channel. And uh, uh -huh. he, he knew it would get, like, a pretty good amount of views. Um, and, uh, so I said, yeah, you know, it's going to reach more eyes having it on your channel versus mine. Uh, and he did film and, you know, like edit it. So, you know, we made that deal. Yeah. Um, and, uh, our friend Alex Dileski, uh, brought in uh, sure. a couple more cameras and he helped, uh, film it too. And, um, so what the deal was, uh, I told him like whatever little clips, like 30 seconds, a minute, I would put those on my channel and he would put the full length on his channel. And it's worked out great. Right. Yeah, it sounds like it. Both of those guys, I know those dudes, they're really great guys. And that's terrific. They were helping out and everything. So oh, very talented on and off stage. Yeah. 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 So tell me, how can people find you out there on social media? What is it? Instagram, Twitter? How can people get in touch and see what you're up to and where you they can check you out? Instagram, I'm real active on. It's just at Daniel Caprio. Uh, I try to keep things simple so people can find me easy. Twitter, uh, somebody took at Daniel Caprio. So it's at Daniel underscore Caprio for Twitter. Uh -huh. um, Twitter's kind of a cesspool, though, so I don't really... I only like really post promos on there, like you know, like yeah. dates and mics and things like that, pictures and stuff. Um, but it has its uh, it has its uses, and yes. um, all other social media. It's just uh, it's just Daniel Caprio. Okay, now Daniel Caprio. Everyone at home is poised to watch this film at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. So everyone at home's got to press play, same time as we do at the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Daniel Caprio, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. All right, here we go.
three, two, one, go! Whopper, the commercial. It's Ernie Anderson. I'm Paul Thomas Anderson's dad, and I do the voiceover for Six Million Dollar Man. See his eye? Yeah. Be zapped. Ooh, that wall went down. That window There's went a through. New six million dollar person. Six million dollar man and the bionic woman. <laughs> Next. No, oh, Mike, man. were you a big fan? Were you a fan? Yes, I was, of course. Yeah. The 70s would not be complete without Lee Majors and uh, Lindsay Wagner as the bionic couple. Yes. Carl, what is the premise of the show? The shows? Your show? This show? No, the original. No, originally in the 70s, we watched The Six ah, Million okay. Dollar Man. Oh, so, yeah. So uh, there was a crash, and we're about to see the begin. You see how young he is? And yeah. we're going to see that he has a plane crash. And so they figured they could rebuild him as a cyborg. They didn't use that term at all. They put they bionics in him. So he's got a fake leg that makes him jump like that. He's got a super eye. He can super see. And he has a bionic arm so he can super oh, bionic. Here we go. Ah, I have to witness the crash every time the show starts. She's got a bionic arm too, a bionic leg, but she doesn't have a bionic eye. She has a bionic ear. What was that you said? Say what? Yeah. Hey, I think they're talking about us two states over. Yeah. Bionic now, man, you're right. Look at <laughs> she's she's fantastic. Oh, she, right? she looks great. Mm -hmm. uh, co starring other people. Yeah, well, that's the new uh bionic guy and he's the son of of steve austin Wait, there's, there's lee Majors. oh look leader. at that lee majors too yeah, yeah. now when, wasn't lee majors and eddie deason in in the fall guy together was eddie deason in the fall guy that's cool I, I think so it's either that or the one where it was like i might be tj hooker oh okay that that's with yeah. the shatner with shatner Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and it looks like it's all fun and games, but it's not, Michael. It's not. This is the paramilitary organization fortress. Well, they need to use the elevator. <laughs> no, they're just going to do whatever they want. They go in with explosives. They... Now, we're overhearing Oscar Goldman go... They broke into the military force. They nineteen people were injured. They I like Oscar Goldman. He's my favorite part of both shows. He Do was it. in the Buster Keaton story, which we saw together. He was yes, one of right. the movie executives. Super young. Right, super young. Man, now, that explosion went to either side of the truck. Now in the car is a dad in surf too. It is Weekend at Bernie's. It's our favorite guy. Oh, look at him. He's so clean-shaven, too. Because even in Weekend at Bernie's, he had a mustache. Yep. You can see his former mustache right under his nose. He's <laughs> one of those guys where they shave their mustache, and you're like, yeah. Did you shave your mustache? How do you know? How, well, give it away. Well, you like have, like, the two times the fan. Yeah, like, your upper lip is, like, four times the size of uh, your chin. Now, here's Lee Majors, and it's Steve Austin. And the first thing was the, is the director has to remind us 
that Steve Austin was a sex symbol. So here we have our sexism. Oh, him. Now turn it up because he's going to make fun of today's youth. Now you know kids today, they say things like totally. I just don't know my own strengths. Awesome. Awesome. Totally. Totally. Well, that was on fleek. Yeah. So the director has let us know that he's a sex symbol and he's old. Can I, can I have some very disturbing questions I need to ask before we watch this movie? Yes. Yes. One, the government owns them, right? Mark, Michael, that is very disturbing. Okay. It is disturbing. Where coming from. Oh, um, let me say this. You you crash right an astronaut and you wake up and there's bionic parts and they yeah. call you crassly oh, yeah. the six million dollars, oh, yeah. always reminding you how much they pay. Like we you owe us. You are the six million dollars, and you dollar. do what the government tells you to do. Well, what if uh, I'm older? Tough shit. Well, no, no, he is retired right now. He's retired. There's no way the bionic man is retired. He's going to be government owned till the rest of his life. No, it's not Michael. Okay, this is about his son, his son, who's also a military pilot. Steve Austin Jr.? Yeah. Now, does Bigfoot show up in this at all? Because he no. never went, no. Oh. Not in this one. Okay, so best. Steve Austin, the $6 million man, he is now retired. He sunk all his <clears throat> money into this fishing boat, and he fishes all the time. And... He was married to this woman, but she was a cuckoo. So they got a uh -huh. divorce. And she never said, by the way, I'm pregnant. So surprise, you have a kid. But he, he found out when he was young, like a couple years later, and he never raised the kid. And he, when the mom died, he sent him to the aunt's house. Okay, so he's estranged from his son. Yeah. No, so how did he know she was pregnant? Was it a bionic eye used at all? Like, hey, it. I... You can smell it's it. Not, when oh, a woman's pregnant, there's a, yeah, there's a scent to Oh, it. hang on. Let me so, write this down. Thanks, so, man. I learned everything about women from you, Carl. <laughs> so he did crash and get bionic and then find out about it. And he was an OSI agent. So his excuse that he wasn't around was, you know, I, I got America to help to save. What's an OSI agent? It's the pretend CIA. It's the okay. pretend CIA. You know, in the Venture Brothers, they're OSI, too. They're the good guys. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And they actually have a scene where Steve Austin and, the Big and Bigfoot are a couple. <laughs> and they're hiding out in the mountains together. <laughs> oh, man. I like that. Well, uh, the clothes are awesome. You know, what's one thing going on right now is he's yeah. saying, like, Fortress is back and Lyle Stenning is the head of, you know. And... Lyle Stenning is like uh, his longtime adversary, but not really, just for the point of this movie. You know, they want to make it. Right. Okay, so he's like, forget it, Oscar. I'm retired. Uh, I'm out. I'm out of the game, and he'll stay out of the game. Uh huh. And he's going to be like, yeah, but according to this receipt, we own you. <laughs> Six million dollars, it says right here. Yeah. Look, no, six million. Got to come and fight Lyle, because guess what? He's Martin Landau. I know. I saw the special credit. You know, special guest star. The first name is always the villain. Mm-hmm. Bodacious. 
Oh, look at him. He's definitely like, uh, I'm going to take a look at the look at her bikini one more time. Well, he's he a after the summer he met Jamie. And you're right. Oscar Goldman keeps looking at the bikini broads going, looks like you're you're not too old. I can see Steve Austin. <laughs> totally tubular. By tubular, I mean, okay, Oscar, we get you. <laughs> oh, here's my impression, Carl, of the $6 million man and the bionic woman having sex. Okay. Oh, You're looking at you're listening to another man. What? You're looking at another woman, huh? Oh Cindy. Are you looking at Cindy? She's in Montana. <laughs> oh, Frank. Frank! Frank. Who are you listening to? Frank from Louisiana. So when you saw the Terminator and Arnold Schwarzenegger is an aging Terminator, how'd you feel about that? Because Terminators and, and uh, Bionic Man, he's going to die eventually, right? Uh-huh. Or he's immortal. Who? So Bionic Man? Of course he's going to yeah. die. So his he has this equipment in him like for 40 yeah, he's years? Yeah, he's got a fake leg, okay? And they reinforced his spine with crococranium. But that was back and, in 1970s, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. This is 87. Does he need well, like an upgrade? His son gets the bionics and he like runs all weird. And they're like all impressed with him. I can't do that. And he shoots a laser with his eye. You know, so yeah, I saw the laser eyes. That's pretty cool. 1970s technology, and his kids got late 80s tech. Yeah, they had lasers. Nepo babies, right? Wait till you see the way he runs, man. I am the son, the son of Steve Austin. Well, the thing is, this was like, okay, this was kind of going to be a pilot, you see. Of okay. course. These two right here on screen, they were together on a vacation in 1986, just fucking around. They were just friends and they were on a vacation and they started pretending they were like improvising a scene. Like they're probably drunk or something, pretending that they were Steve Austin. Yeah, right, of course. So it gave them the idea, let's let's have a reunion. So they contacted this guy, Sidney Scheinberg at Universal. He's a good Catholic, Sidney Scheinberg at Universal who agreed to develop it. And then there was a chance meeting with Brandon Tartikoff. Now, why do I know that? Brandon Tartikoff, by the way, the dog in uh, Punky Brewster is named Brandon after him. He Uh is one of the superstars of the early 80s when it comes to television executive personalities. He's the Fred Silverman of his time. He spearheaded every show you liked from NBC in the early 80s. And he had a certain personality. He passed away years ago. But he is definitely like a power broker that even I know about. I've read about him, Carl, you know? So yeah, Brendan Tartikoff, he probably said, cha-ching, let's do it. Well, it says a chance meeting. So they just bumped into Brandon. It uh, led to the movie being sold to NBC and it was 4.8 million, not 6 million, $4.8 million budget uh, because it was also going to be like a pilot. Michael Austin is the name of the kid. So it would be like the Bionic Man's kid. It was going to be a new series. 
Oh, that's cool. So Lee Majors can be in it, but he doesn't have to run around and shit. Right. His son mm-hmm. could do it. It literally right. his, his son could do it. Now, what about Bionic Woman? Would she be in this backdoor pilot as well, like in the show? Yep. yep. We're going to see her all over this thing. Now, does right she now. have a bionic daughter? Uh, no, that that would be hitting the that would be gilding the lily. I think you gilding the lily a little too that on the nose. As we nail on the head. I mean, that's a little <laughs> too on the nose here. They're bit. twins. They're twins, and they're their own babies. They 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 are they become they get married, and they oh do, right. Do, they... Who are you listening to? Boop, 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 boop. Oh, boo, 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 boo. oh! By the way, like you know, during oh, I haven't finished the sex scene between the six okay. Minutes. Let me jerk right, you off with my bionic hand. Ouch! Ouch! Ow. I don't have a bionic dick. Right, right. Don't worry, Oscar Goldish. We can Ow. rebuild it. We can rebuild it, Steve. <laughs> His balls. <laughs> we have the technology. We can rebuild it. Then Be you better. really would hear that sound when they were doing it. Boy, 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 boy. Okay, so now he's sort of like been introduced to his son, but they never met. There's Bernie. He looks yes, old. Bernie. There's the dad from Surf 2. So the good dad from Surf 2, not the racist dad. And no, the, the, no, it's not the good dad. It's um, the, the, what's his name? Tom Villard's dad. Right. But he was and, cool. He, he, yeah, was, he, he wasn't, was the, he wasn't dad. selling uh, Buzz Cola to the kids. Right. Exactly. Those are the other two dads. Our dad's he was also protesting the Buzz Cola. Yeah. Oh, look, California, where everything exists. That's another great thing about this TV show. Watching this in New Jersey, it's like, wow, California looks so cool. Yep, yep. It always did. So right now, Oscar Goldman has learned that Steve Austin will meet his son at this restaurant. So <laughs> he is arranging it that that bionic woman coincidentally bees is there in bees there is there with on a on a date like on a blind date kind of thing because he for some reason in our plot wants steve austin and and he wants steve back to fight fortress so if he gets him back with i don't i don't understand his logic but he wants to play matchmaker and put these two together again Fair enough. That makes sense. Was fortunate. You know, one thing about these shows, excuse me, is that they would be episodic. You know, it would just be that villain of the week. And if there was any kind of like chronological story, it would be a special or like, you know, when he met Bigfoot, it was a big deal. It was maybe a two parter or a movie or it was an event. Yeah. But there was never like, uh, the show was never a 22 hour movie. Like, a serialized uh, TV show we we watch now. No, nope, it was episodic, just like you said. It would start with the premise, and by the end of the thing, it was wrapped up, and the guy was in jail, and it was right. all. There was really no mystery. Like it wasn't. I don't think the bionic woman was searching for something about her past, or like. Yes, there was no... no, she was. No, you see, she was. The pre- yeah, the okay. Steve Austin and Jamie Summers were in love, and it was the summer of love and love, 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 love. And then Jamie has the parachute crash, and they go, save her life, make her bionic. And they go, Steve, you can't, well, I'll cut you if you don't. So they made her bionic, but when she woke up, she couldn't remember. She was like, hi, 
Who are you? Are you okay, Jamie? <laughs> Is that my name? No, but she remembered her name, but she forgot all her about her past. So she didn't know she was in love with Steve Austin. So the Steve was a tortured soul who was uh, right near the woman he loved, but she couldn't love him back. Okay. Now, was this because they were retroing the story? Like did it originated as a pilot of just Jamie as herself. And then they threw in all this backstory later or. There was a movie. Um, with the bionic woman it was really supposed to be an episode as a matter of fact she dies at the end she's what she's i die did i hear you correctly yes she dies it was so popular that they they just said all right fuck that and they made it like a thing like okay we didn't want you to know steve i told you she was dead because she can't remember and it would have been torturous to you that's really what it was that's, that's interesting um, Okay. Nice save. In the third season, two-part episode, her character's critically injured in a skydiving accident, equipped with bionic implants, similar to, but her body rejects them, ultimately leading to her death. <gasps> this was intended to be Wagner's last role under her universal contract, but public response to the character was so overwhelming that the death was retconned ret ret into a cover story. That's right. For a near-death secret recovery, Wagner, Wagner appeared in a two-part episode which returned her character, followed by a spin-off series, 1976. Amazing. That's so cool. Now, remember the time they ate pizza and riding horses? Yeah, she, that's Remembering the time she's riding horses? Remembering the time she's eating pizza while remembering the time she was riding a horse? <laughs> Does she have a flashback within a flashback? Yes. I remember being on a horse remembering us eating pizza. <laughs> that's right she was on the horse galloping she goes yeah. I remember that time we had the pizza I'm remembering the time I remembered that we had pizza. we were having pizza and you were telling me you were on a horse <laughs> so now we're having this awkward okay ready for some bionics turn it up so we hear doesn't matter what I think that was never true that's not true that's not true can't deal with you right now. What? You know, you, you retreated inside yourself. No contacts, no friends. And when somebody needed you, you didn't care. What are you talking about? It's fine, okay? Just what stay you, She's here. talking about Istanbul. We'll learn that later. Jamie. Please let go of me. No. Now, here we go. Whoa, 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 whoa. I just wanted you to hear that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I wanted the audience to know what we're talking about when they're doing it. Watch my non-bionic parts! Don't worry about the tip. Call me about the redundancy. Is there a back way out of here? Uh, yes, out the back. It's Hello. <laughs> I was going to tell you to turn it up for her line. Yeah, that's a great line. Is Sir, I'm going to ask, ask you to leave. <laughs> hi, Dad. Oh, hi, Dad. That's even more embarrassing. Yeah. Why didn't you use the door? Well, son, no. Uh, we'll be back see, after this. What were the commercials like there. on the other recording? Yeah, we don't get to see the cool retro commercials. They just, it just goes to black and comes back. That's fair enough. Yeah. We're more interested in the action here. Well, I don't know, Mike. It's really fun when they have the retro commercials. Sure. You know? I mean, and, and there's the news story news at 11 you know you see what was right 
World Trade what? Center hit? What? No. <laughs> this is 1987. Get out of here. Oh, Statue of Liberty will be reopening soon. Right. Well, this is cool. I mean, I didn't realize he had a son. I know Lee Majors was in Evil Dead versus Ash or whatever the TV show, Ash versus the Evil Dead. He played mm-hmm. Ash's father from the Evil Dead movies when they had a Showtime show. He was the dad in it, but I didn't watch it. Um, th- He got famous from The Big Valley. He- there were oh, 400 no people who auditioned for The Big Valley, including Burt Reynolds, and he yeah. won... And that's how then this came along, and now he's a big star. But he also went on to do The Fall Guy for one season. He was in The Virginian. Did you like The Fall Guy? No. Now, check this out, Mike. Check this out, right? He was going to be in Midnight Cowboy. He was going to be the John Voight guy. Yeah, he would have been all right, I guess. Well, the thing is, but instead, Big Valley it was they had they had the more the thing is he was a tv guy and this it's corny and stupid six million dollar man but if he had done big valley and then got cast with dustin hoffman in midnight cowboy his career might have been totally different he might have been a very cool hip movie star well do you think john voight is john voight was in runaway train which we watched and we loved him in that performance but you know he's grown up and he is who he is you know this kind of firebrand on twitter etc and and not really you know so it, it could have been anything but i'm saying it, it wouldn't mean anything to be in that movie it would have been cool to have a tv actor show up in a movie that was rated r at the time x i mean that cowboy well, was rated he, x he was a tv actor in like a cowboy film in the black and white days you know what i mean yeah. like he, if he had gone into that movie, he would have suddenly been a hip, cool. I mean, it's all about heroin and John Voight's tr- picking up a prostitute and thinks that he was the prostitute. Remember that scene? I don't know. If yeah, of course. And, and um, Hoffman dies and, you know, I'm walking. Oh. He, he could have become, he never was a movie star. He was a s- stupid TV star. Right, but he did pretty well. I mean, I, I think like. Yeah, he did pretty well. <laughs> He you know, was in Robot get... Chicken. He played himself like in Robot in Chicken. Robot. Robot Chicken, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it'd be like, ah, I'm making fun of Six Million Dollar Man. I mean, people get cast and become iconic because of their TV roles, and then you feel right. kind of bad that they're typecast. But always at the end of the day, or at the end, you're like, I really love Six Million Dollar Man. Could you just give me that? You know, like, yeah. I don't know. So it would now be cool. we're like, Okay, this paramilitary operation is in a station wagon with three goofs. <laughs> what do you want to do? Is that OSI regulated station wagon? <laughs> well, they're the bad OSI. Oh no! This. Oh, is- hey, buddy. What? Oh, California's beautiful. Oh, that must be a backlog. Oh no, it looks like California. I mean, like an actual. Yeah. <sighs> So 80s. Yeah. Oh, wait, so, with the music. So we have three goofs. And right right into the boat show. Is they want to capture Steve Austin because they want to learn about his bionics. You see, Martin Landau has got a thing for bionics. He wants to steal the secret. Whoa. Whoa. This is the that first time in 10 years someone wants to steal a secret. And I also like that guy's earrings from the 80s. That's pretty cool. Oh, of course, there's a ramp. I was going to say yeah. it should be a ramp show. Now, watch. Mm. This jump is pointless 
He jumps. It was right? a double ramp. But then the other car can just drive around. I mean, there's a barrier. <laughs> right. But Steve drove off a ramp, landed on another ramp, and went over a boat and hit. Right. Whoever the stunt people are. Oh, Wilshire. Wilshire sure, Boulevard. Yeah. No. The. Okay. Remember, he was like, I'm retired. Now they've come. Fortress came after me. So now he's back. So, so this time it's personal. Oscar Goldman, like, to yeah. pledge to fight Fortress. I'm back, hopefully, for a season or two. Full, full pickup. This time it's personal. Well, the thing is, this was popular, and it did the, it was the fourth highest rated show during the week. Not the night or something. That would be terrible, but... Like, it was a highly rated show. So it led to two other movies. It never led to the 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 TV series. Right now, she was like, I wonder what parts are bionic sexually. <laughs> well, I'd look at his ass. Look at that ass is bionic. Now, you this know, is father and son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. look at that. They're going to play ball. We Finally, we get to play ball, Dad. Do you... Uh, <laughs> their TV movies were pretty well known. Like, didn't they get married was one of the TV movies? Like I the marriage of the. I don't think so. I don't remember that. Yeah, but I, I do remember the TV movies. This one, when you uh, picked it, I was really excited because a lot of those TV movies were during the late seventies. You know, maybe early eighties. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like nineteen eighty-seven where they're just dusting off the characters and bringing them back. Well, this led to two other movies. The next one was nineteen eighty-nine. It's called The Bionic Showdown. Six million dollars in the bionic and the and his son is in it also, and then but this is the one I think we might have missed our real one to watch. In 1994, they had Bionic Ever After question mark. So maybe that's maybe that's the one. Yeah, like maybe that was the one to see, and maybe that's the one with the marriage you're talking about. Oh, I was waiting for him to squeeze that. Well, he was like, "Do something bionic," you know. He said, "Don't bother me, kid." I'll box your fucking ears in, son. <laughs> oh, my dad was a cruel man. You should see, okay, when you look at Lee Majors the second as an old man, he's Steve right. Austin. He's Steve Austin. Google his name and look at him like old. He's Steve Lee Austin. Majors I I. Now this is up oh, well we We'll see him later. He's Did Frank Poole from 2001 A Space Odyssey. It's pretty cool. Oh, I like that guy. Yeah, I want to take a look at him again. He has a weird face. Yeah, and he's old. He's got his gray hair, you know. Yeah, I and remember the, he did a bunch of stuff in the 80s. Weird. Well, the thing he was in 2010. Uh, I see, too. The year we made contact. No, that was... That was... Yes, I know, but he no that that was the star. What was his name? No, no, he shows up as a cameo at the end of the movie. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah, I he, know. he appears okay. in the movie. He he's not like he doesn't act act, but he definitely comes up as character. What what was the name of the other astronaut? It was Frank Poole and Dave. Right. Yeah. Uh, my mind is going, Dave. Dave. Uh. Daisy. I'm sorry, I can't do that, Dave. That's right. 
That's a mean computer lip, lip reading. I know. What I wanted to do on Fish Burgers was do that to Jeremy. I would say, <laughs> open the pod bay doors, Hal, right? But the thing is, I would tell Jeremy that I'm going to, that's the, our joke is that I will open them, you know? Because you remember how stressed he would get? Open the pod bay doors! <laughs> you just see Jeremy <laughs> in that astronaut. Oh, I see Jeremy do that? So you're Hell! Hell! That would have been on your public access, our public access show, thirty years ago with your brother Jeremy. Everybody knows because we're so famous. You don't got to. Yeah. Them. Oh, they can check out our Fishburgers channel. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> go on YouTube to Fishburgers, but it's got to be the channel. Otherwise, you'll get recipes to make fish burgers. Yeah, you'll be there all day. Coming out of her concussion. Okay. Now he's going to tell him. She remembers. She remembers you and your love affair. She's probably in love with you again. Oh yeah, there you go. Younger. Young. No, not anymore. I really appreciate everything that you have done for me, Steve. Yeah, I really like you. Not enough to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for listening to me. That's my, one of my old jokes. I never use it again. That's so great. You're a great guy. You're you're really not nice enough. Scott. I threw that joke away. I'm sure you threw <laughs> a million of them away. You got some. Yeah. Jokes. Oh, and we're back. So this was a, two ABC shows, but in the 80s, Brandon Tartikoff got the rights, got this aired well, on NBC. It was, yeah. Let me tell you about that. Um, turn it up so we can hear the boop, 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 boop. Easier to grab. Okay, oh, let's see. Oh, 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 no, it's too late. Okay, no, it's so. Heavy breathing. NBC picked up the Bionic Woman after the series had been canceled by ABC. Oh, ABC okay. continued to air the $6 million man. So, Rudy Wells, the guy who, like, made him Bionic, he was on two different networks. You know, we That's the, the spinoff was on the same time as the run for $6 million man, but $6 million man remained on ABC. Yes. While at the same time, the bionic woman was on the air, but on the competing channel. NBC. It was a scandal. It was what? Has the whole world gone crazy? And now I'm that competing against the, you know, well, that's the spinoff. Yeah. A lot more people like it. You know, there's been a lot of television shows that switch American networks. I would say Taxi was on ABC and then NBC. Uh, shit, there was another show I just thought of that switched networks. But it's not too uncommon that happens. But I've never uh, heard of a competing uh, right, a, a similar show. Off, right? Yeah, it's like, I guess the most, I, now in the streaming services, you have South Park with Paramount Plus showing exclusive movies and HBO Max having the rights to the TV show, which is also on Comedy Central. <laughs> that's the only example I could think of. Yeah, that's an example of life imitating life. <laughs> the biz. So now all was again, it... it's not worth anything. It's like, when I woke up, oh, it was stressful, stressful. I know you set me up with Steve. What are you up to, Oscar? Do you notice in the 80s, men still wore suits on television, even though they really just didn't. television style? Like, nobody yeah, would wear that jacket. Right. You would see Michael J. Fox in a suit, yeah. on family ties, and the dad. And 
they're like sports coats or i was watching andy kaufman on fridays it was it was the following episode he he famously kiboshed an episode and then the uh, following season they had him on and it's on tubi and he's wearing the cheapest three-piece suit i've ever seen in 1980 you know okay. like it's just like it's what people wore like you know on mark and mindy it would be a three-piece suit it wouldn't you know like who wears a three-piece suit Got right, a vest right. and a jacket and a tie and it's like you know vanilla looking the vest is overkill yeah like oscar right now like i know we're not listening to them but it's just well because weird. i don't it's crybaby stuff it's really not worthless look how his tie is it's folded into his pants right tucked right in and you just got out of bed maybe twist the scarf around your and roll them and roll them <laughs> oh look continuity error your ties out to untucked we don't have uh, it doesn't oh, matter and right, michael very good yeah i have a bionic eye go ahead listen oh. for two seconds okay with my bionic ear yes do, 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 do. be careful You're no stranger to Fortress either. <laughs> What's okay. that supposed to mean? I wanted, well, Fortress is the paramilitary <laughs> organization run by Martin Landau. But what I wanted to say, and we'll see, here's Martin Landau. I'll come back to it. All right. Don't forget. Steve Austin shows up. Should I call the guard? Oh, we're just going to have a little conversation, you and me. Should I call the guard? Oh, this is just a little chat between you and me. Yeah. Two adversaries getting together. And I'll kill you with my body. Joking me. <laughs> my God, Martin Lando is so great. That that toupee of his his hair is so. I don't know if it's real or not. I love it. it I it think has, it's real. Yeah. Now this guy, you know, he was he grew to be into movies. Not, but he started. It was Space Nineteen Ninety Nine sure. and Mission Impossible. That's yeah, what gave he, him a face that you know. But he was a fucking superstar, though, in both of those shows. And his wife was in, in both, too, because he was just so versatile in them. Like, you know, and she did, too. Like, they were just anything that they threw. Like, Mission Impossible was fantastic. Yeah. You know? They were always playing something different. Yeah. In each episode, they had to do some sort of scam. I remember there was an MTV, like, uh, red carpet event for the first Mission Impossible movie. And I don't remember if it was Tabitha Soren, but one of the famous MTV news yeah, yeah, went up yeah. to Martin Lando, who was there on the red carpet, and go, uh, what are you doing here? Oh, my God. And like, are you promoting Ed Wood? You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she's just young. She wasn't around. Yeah, she was young. She didn't know. And don't forget, the first movie, like Mission Impossible is this great team espionage show. And then the first movie, his espionage team gets killed in like 20 minutes. So just Ethan Hunt. Oh, is he a psychic? Is he going to do Jigsaw? All we got with Martin Landau was Steve Austin going, if you hurt anybody who I love, I'm going to get you. Fortress I'll kill you this time. Yeah. Now we're seeing that like Jamie is, she's like a physical therapist and she does counseling and this guy is like all about tv shows and i don't know he's got problems later on he'll um help the plot by a little bit that's why he's here 
So what do you mean by TV shows? Turn it up. You'll hear the way he okay. talks, like beam me up, Scotty, mm -hmm. stuff like this. Uh, one last question. Beam me up, Scotty. Turk out. Sounds good. I'm with you. Womp, 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 womp. Jamie. Be careful out there. Hill Street Blues. <laughs> Dynamite. Look, a fake leg. It's bionic leg. Oh, press five and six to wiggle the toes. Now, do you recognize Rudy Wells' face from the show? He was in Bionic Woman and Six Million Dollar Man while they were playing on different networks. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. He, he is the guy who does the bionics. I don't remember him, Carl. Oh, oh, okay. When yeah. I saw his face, I immediately remembered. Look, he's the guy who always used the tweezers. <laughs> uh, it's a little personal here. Can you imagine you have a bionic leg and you see the guy fucking with a leg on the kid? <laughs> it's a weird tingle when I see you do that. Well, if it isn't Steve Austin, how are you, Steve? I thought Steve. you were tired, buddy. How come one limb is clean shaven and the other is hairy, her suit? You <laughs> notice that? Like, we got a hairy edition, a hairy white edition, and a clean shaven white tweak. You'll see on the table. Well, I, I guess. Yeah, we'll like it. one's got one leg has hair. Look, yeah. look here in this science thing. See the science in there. Yeah. See, that's all you are, Steve. To us, that fucking microchip. You get it? <laughs> Six million dollars that cost us. I know. <laughs> Let's see. Six seasons, twenty episodes apiece. Uh, each villain, one hundred twenty villains. That still comes four point <laughs> six million short. You I know. Look at this laser eye. You see, I've got a laser eye. If huh. there's anybody who ever needs a laser eye, you let me know. All right, well, okay. you know, if the sun gets into a jet crash or something. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, 20, it's a week before the accident, but thanks for letting me know. Yeah, it's a little early. It's a little early. Um, um, thank you for the movies part. The, the creator, the invention lab is always like this hoardy bit where it's like, okay, Here's this pen that will help you breathe underwater and shoot any kind of laser crabs. Great. If Whoa. I ever see a laser crab underwater, I'll use it. Whoa! Laser crabs! <laughs> I got my pen. Here, can I get your autograph? You're so crabby. <laughs> oh, James. Look, he's playing with uh, Steve Austin's fake skin. Oh my God! How eighties, and I'm setting that up because later I'll become a hostage. Carl, remember wearing pearls in the eighties when you go to supermarket shopping? Yeah. No, but I'm gonna yeah. get myself a paper that is cup. So eighties. Look at the high shoulders. Yes. on both of them, and the pearls, especially the pearls. Look That's at the tie pearls. loosened, the pop collar. Yeah, no, she well, she rocks it. I like. I'm a big fan. Oh, she's got now, a side hustle going. Later, she'll get cured. See, what happened is she's she keeps her eyes closed all the time since she was a baby. And then oh. when they teach her about opening her eyes, her sight will be restored. Listen, uh, lady, you're coming with us. Oh, what a lovely invitation. Yeah, right this way. I have a gun, lady. Uh, now, I guess you didn't hear me. 
Yeah, if you don't come with us, we're gonna shoot the children. Watch, look. No, he's gonna be fired. The like, like they don't hear a fucking gun behind them. <laughs> click, like click. no one does. Click, click. Come with us, or we'll shoot the children. He could point we're a gun at six children, Carl, because according to the show, they're blind. No worries. Right. right. They're not getting away. Well, I hope he doesn't escalate this by pointing a gun in broad daylight to a bunch of children. Now, coincidentally, Steve Austin just happens to be parking his car and getting out for no reason. For no reason. He shouldn't be here at all. Well, no, that's that parking spot is reserved for Lee Majors. Oh, here we go. Oh, turn up the cell is here to. Come on, make this noise. Make the noise. Come on, more. Did, 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 did. <laughs> now he's he's running down like the suburban part of a probably in real life they stop and he's like <laughs> he does he always does look like that even in the the original run he always looked like he was exhausted gravity <laughs> he's running and stopping Watch, oh, look at this, Mike, watch. Jump. And... Oh! How do they do that, Carl? In a single bound is how they do I have, it. I have notes. I don't like the, the music over the sound effect. It has to be all sound effect. Just the sound effect is what we need to hear. Okay, here we go. That is incredible. All this shit's incredible. Whoa. Whoa! Hey, you punk! Talk about road rage! Oh, look, she now, bionic kicked it out. Huh. Finally, I could use my bionic powers. I now got my bionic power. I'm gonna stuntman you. What? You're I'm, a, I'm a stuntman. Barcelona. I can't believe it happened. Wow. Oh, they're fine. It landed wheels up. They're cool. The wheels up so you could drive away and everyone's okay. Yeah, you know how it goes. Do, do, I do, see do, do, getting away. What's their license plate? Do, 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 do. I got the license. You didn't need his bionic guy for that. Stop wasting energy. You didn't need your bionic eye. The government's like, you use your bionic eye to get a license plate number? Fuck you. It's my body. Okay, now, no. this is the same restaurant they were in when she, like, threw him through the window. So... When they're leaving, the the maitre d person will be like, "Would you would you please use the door this time?" <laughs> it really is going to say that. They let him in. Wouldn't you let a bionic couple back in after they they uh, broke your window and repaid it? <laughs> I guess yeah. Is the window fixed? She said, "Here's my card. Call Here's me my about card. the window." But wouldn't guy throwing at it, window etiquette would insist that you would never show up to the restaurant again yeah that's right you would the be window. embarrassed right you would be embarrassed right. well let's say you're the owner you don't want mike spiegel and the bionic asshole walking to scotty's to throw someone out the window again right unless you're scared of mike spiegel man. absolutely so on t for two reasons they shouldn't be here this must have just been they've shot on the same day because yeah. The owners wouldn't let him in, and they wouldn't want to go in. It's so embarrassing. They're so embarrassed. You remember that lover spat where you threw me out the window? It wasn't even a lover spat. 
So right now we're going to have a situation in which it's like a movie does something that would never happen in the real world, like their feelings and stuff. It's like now she like gets her memory back and he knows and, and instead of them getting together, she's like, let's just stay in touch. Let's just be friends. It doesn't make sense. I see. That wasn't my night for getting acquainted. Maybe tonight I'll do better. I can find the right words. He's talking about his son right now. Look inside yourself. See what's in your heart. You should have been his made of that long. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, TV humor. Teflon was used a lot in '87 because of the president. Remember, like, uh, yes. Ronald Reagan was there was the Teflon Ron or well, the, no, no, you're thinking of the mob guy, the Teflon. Yeah, right, Don. the mob guy. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, Te- yeah, yeah. Teflon Don or something. Yes, I guess it was the, John Gotti. Right. Gotti. I don't know, John. John, you ever see the movie Gotti? Uh, Travolta. Yeah, I've seen it. I didn't think it was so great. Do you think it's bad movie? Like good bad? If it was on YouTube, we would watch it. I think it's probably a bad movie because I don't remember it well, and that's what right. I tend to do. Like if I like a movie, I remember everything about it. But if I can't, that happened to me with Woody Allen once. I think I already told you that story. I, I saw this Woody Allen movie and it just really sucked. Then I was in the video store and I was like, "Oh, a Woody Allen film I never saw." Okay, <laughs> right? You sat to it. Yeah. Okay, let's listen again, because now we're going to have the ridiculous stuff. I guess I'll let it burn a lot longer than I should have. What the hell were you so angry about last night? Oh, you just... You won't have a good answer. It's so bad, I don't even want to listen. It's just fake stuff, like, I'm confused, I I want, in my movie, bionics. I want bionic jumping, I want bionic running, I want bionic listening, I want bionic seeing, I want to see guys point uh, their gun and kit. I don't want to see a a dinner scene that goes on before the next commercial break. Yeah, it's really long, this scene, and it's... All right, fuck it. I'll tell you something about the film. Um, sure. Uh, um, it was released you, on home uh, video. You know who directed the movie Gotti? Yeah, Sorry, no. John Travolta. Tell me. The, uh, the actor who played E in the Entourage. Oh, okay. I forgot his name. That's I know him. So I, I, he was on a, a bunch of sitcoms, too. I, I saw him in. I don't want to read this stuff. I'm kind of done with this film. You've seen this how many times for research, Carl? How many times have you seen this already? This is my fourth time. I just find that if I I watch it three times and I'm ready for our show. Um, Married to Farrah Fawcett between 73 and 82. That's pretty short. That's really pretty short. 73 to 82? Nine years in the limelight? Because they were in the limelight. Wait, wait. You're right. You're right. That isn't really short, right? Especially if you're famous. Um... Cameo appearances in Circle of Two. He was in Scrooged. I don't remember that. He probably uh, played himself walking around the this the yep. television lot. 
Yeah, he did. He did. He was in Big Fat Liar. I don't remember that. The brother Solomon. Oh, I've seen Big Fat Liar. I think he probably played himself, honestly, on a lot of this movie this, that yes. they're trying to make. He was in Grand Theft Audio, his voice, Big Mitch Baker. He was in The Mist by, with Stephen King for two seconds. Uh-huh. Uh, he was on Dallas for two shows. That's pretty sweet. And that's that, the modern Dallas. The modern Dallas. Well, like the CW Dallas? Um, whatever it was. was. TNT did, did Dallas. And J.R. Ewing was it in it. You know, the old cast was in it. And the young, guy, the young guys. Did you see it? So, yeah, it had J.R. Jr., right? Yeah. J.R. J.R.? Yeah, it had Jerger. Jerger. Okay, turn it I, up. I know of it. Turn it up. I think you do that right now, don't you? Would you mind leaving through the door? Our window's closed today. <laughs> Is that funny? That was him. Did you miss it? I know, I saw it. Was he no, passive aggressive? Didn't you hear what he said? You didn't hear what he said. I did hear what he said. I had it up and I listened. He goes, Hey, uh, this time, guys, can you go through like the door? Because like our window is not like open. Okay, okay. No, I totally heard. I had the volume. You'll hear it. Okay, my mistake. My mistake. So um, check this out. Check this out. You know the song Midnight Train to Georgia? Yeah, sure. I love that song. Okay. Um, songwriter Jim Weatherly phoned his friend Lee Majors one day. The call was answered by Farrah Fawcett. Weatherly and Fawcett chatted briefly, and she told him he was going to visit her mother and was taking the midnight plane to Houston. Okay? He heard the midnight plane to Houston. He started doing that. <laughs> he started going into the shower. Leaving on that midnight plane <laughs> Houston. To Georgia. And it turned Houston. into... Yeah. Um, uh, Weatherly used these wealthy people as characters in a song about a failed actress who leaves Los Angeles and is followed by her boyfriend who cannot live without her. Eventually, the genders were swapped and the plane became a train and Houston was changed to Georgia. But I mean, that's what gave birth that's to the song. That's what it's based on. No shit. You know, their relationship was like People Magazine fodder every week. Uh, National Enquirer. It was Benefer. Yeah, oh, yeah, Benefer. And part of it is that Farrah Fawcett, you know, she had her own history going on and people would always like, you know, those magazines would always try to get exclusives and exploit it. Well, yeah, it was like National Enquirer kind of thing, but a little yeah. bit. Was it called the Star Evening Star? I don't know. There was, it was a little early. Okay, so well, what like, we're going to have now is a bar fight in which a father and son can bond. Okay, oh, like they, they ball fight? But can't like, I don't know, you got to pull punches if you're bionic, right? Well, he, right now he's not bionic. Oh, another window. This time in yeah. fast motion. And now ooh, the ooh, dad ooh. will be the one to say, is this how you leave places? <laughs> Uh-oh. Stuntman fight. A lot of stunt work in this. That's yeah. kind of cool. Oh. Thanks for the beer, lady. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I want to see a movie about that guy. Crack. Yeah. Pub. He's like, stay out of it, Dad. And he's like, it looks like fun. <laughs> stay out of it, Dad. Yeah, right, right. So he goes back through the window. That's stupid. Broken glass everywhere, Carl. People pissing yeah, now, on the streets. 
That's right. It's not safe. It must be a TV show. So now we're going to hear the bionics when Steve comes in. Do, 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 do. He's super ducked. Punch. Crash. Smash. A lot of sound effects. Crash. Smash. He wears that leather jacket so he looks like he has muscles. That's his son, his real life son. That's a normal sounding punch, Carl. Right. Crack. Oh. Bionic push. My spine. Bionic. My spine. You can see him like Winston Payne. Did you see the joke there? Yeah, hi, how are you? Well, like, he went to, like, beat up a guy, but it turned out to be a girl, so he stopped, and then she, like, slugged him in the stomach. Look at that! Yeah, that's pretty raw. That happens in no fights. That's right. Uh -oh. Cops. Sorry, officer, I was just trying to take this beer outside. <laughs> what? Why won't you? I was a beer oh, stander. I got it. I was an innocent beer stander. <laughs> hot dogs. Get your hot dogs outside of bar brawl. Good ball brawl. Let's get either a hot dog or whatever. This there's like two oh popcorn. Well, yeah. He's Only in get... Los Angeles, Carl. Only in LA. Here you can have. Turn it up. Uh... He's gonna get him popcorn. <laughs> 